0: mm mm-hmm.
1: I respect what he's done. Yeah. new overflow deal. Rise,
2: it's natural. How can you go busy with this I'm a businessman, first and foremost. I want no further comfort with him. Will you tell from me that he can live or he can die. Vincent, will you? SHUT UP! up!
0: Just
3: when they pull me out, or when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. What is going on? Wake up, wake up, wake up, 502! It is going down here on a Saturday morning. This is Rashawn Myers, joined as always by my esteemed guest and colleague at That Boys Good, Mr. Joe Kelly. Joe, I thought I was out thought it was over, thought it was done, and it's not. Uh, (laughs) How you doing this morning? You know,
1: (laughs) I I refuse to complain after a win. Like, I'm not going to do that. I feel like Michael Corleone. Yeah, like, I looked at you last night and said this. play the play the line from the Godfather, absolutely just when I thought I was out they pulled me back in just when you think that you have every reason to say Ah to hell with this nonsense
3: <laughs> Satterfield pulls a rabbit out of his head. You know it's so funny nice. because, like you know it's been there's been two games played since we last spoke on these airwaves, so there's been a lot that's happened in the last seven days. Like the, the full <laughs> range of emotions, the full range of thoughts, the full range of takes, the full range of uh, analysis. You know, the highs, the lows, the hating yourself, the hating them, the hating uh, everybody around you, to now, I, I don't know what to do with anything that's happening right now. So wait, wait, first of all, welcome everybody. Big X Sports Radio, Wake Up 502, with Rashawn Myers. I'm Rashawn. That's Joe. And this is going to be a session for the people because I thought I had an idea about what was going to happen and I thought I had an idea of what the show was going to be like and what we were going to talk about. Um, But that got thrown on its head last night (laughs) after uh, the University of Louisville goes on the road and heads down to Orlando to the bounce house and gets a humongous win. On the road versus UCF. Now, that's not to say that the ship is right and everything is good, but what last night's win does, Joe, is it makes you completely and thoroughly confused on everything because everybody had an idea of what Louisville football was going to be. Coming into the season, there was a lot of hype. There was a lot of anticipation. There was a lot of momentum because of the recruiting and everything else that was going on. All the talk in the preseason um, that quickly got thrown out the window when Louisville lost to an absolutely horrible Syracuse team uh, on the road. Um, and of course, it remains to be seen. Uh, maybe that Syracuse team is better than it is. Uh, you know, better than we think it's going to be. Um, but most people think that Syracuse is pretty bad. Uh, Garrett Trader is tor- is terrible. Um, but you know, for whatever reason, they won that game. Um, and Louisville lost, and now uh, turn come, you know, a short week (laughs) heading down to Orlando versus a much better team, a team that was getting top 25 votes and everything else, a team uh, in UCF that has not lost but, what, twice in the last five or six years at home? Like 31-2 and or something crazy at home over the last six seasons or so. Um, So a UCF team that doesn't lose at home, a Louisville team that's reeling, but then somehow – Louisville wins the game. So, so Joe, just I, I, I don't want to go into the nuts and bolts of the game right now. Just give me your how you're feeling. You know, like I, I just need general conversation because I feel like we're we're gonna call in. Of course, if you want to get in 414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. We would love to hear from you. Uh, 384-1450 is the Wake Up five hundred two Buzz line. If you'd love to call in and give your comments as well. Um, so I definitely want to hear from the people as well. But Joe, I want to hear from you. Just your blanket thoughts on. That foolishness that we watched together last night. I'm I'm confused, man. I'm so confused right now.
1: It, it everything that we've complained about, everything that the fan base has complained about. I'd love to sit here and pretend like you and I are brilliant X's and O's strategists. We weren't. We haven't said anything that I, I don't think the average fan that that understands the game of football haven't. You know, hasn't noticed and, and doesn't complain about. But it's just like the coaching staff acknowledged at halftime. Okay, all these things that, that we do poorly, let's change them. Because that was a different team defensively in the second half. It's a different team that we've seen in, a year, in, in over a season. It's mind blowing to me. I'm I'm happy, <laughs> right? I'm not complaining. But I'm very, very, very confused because at least we had the excuse of incompetence. They just they don't they don't know what's up. They apparently do know what's up. So I don't know why they've been so stubborn. I don't know why they've been running the the defense they've been they they've been playing. I'm just I, I hope this is a new trend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but with this staff, I I, I I don't know. I don't know. They they could come out and completely scrap everything that worked well for them in the second half of this game. And I'd go,
3: yeah, that's about right for this staff. It's, it's confusing. It's the most inexplicable thing. Um, and, and I think that this is the thing. And, you know, I, I almost sent this tweet yesterday. Uh, But I didn't. Uh, But it it had been on my mind. I said, the the, the gift and the curse of this Louisville team this year, and we've said it, they have good enough players to where they should win 80% of their games just based on the fact that they have better talent than everybody else. So – the funny thing about this Louisville team, any game on the schedule this year, I don't care whether it's Clemson, I don't care whether it's NC State, whether it's Kentucky, it would not surprise me if this Louisville team won the game. But it also would not surprise me if Louisville lost to any team on this schedule, like a Syracuse, like Boston College, uh, you know, like the worst teams on their schedule, UCF on the road. Um, and that's kind of the interesting thing about this team is that it's not a question of if they have the talent. OK, but the thing is, the whole box of chocolates uh, the situation of you have no idea what you're going to get schematically or just guys playing well, like, like Malik Cunningham um, was outstanding last night. And, and you know, I, I said it on Twitter last night that I, I credit Scott Satterfield because I feel like game one. Um, he came out trying to do the 2020 Malik, the way he started the 2020 season. Let's make Malik Cunningham a pocket passer. Let's sit him in the pocket, make him distribute the ball around the field uh, and, and be this you know Peyton Manning type guy that doesn't run, that doesn't look to run, that doesn't look to be aggressive and just win with his arm. And Louisville's 2020 season got off to a horrendous start offensively and really didn't start to turn around until they finally scrapped the game uh, the, that game plan about seven or eight games in. It's like, you know what, let's let Malik just do his thing. You know, throw some runs, some pass, let him be that virtuoso offensive weapon um, that people have to scheme for. And last night they dumped, like, like I said, credit to coach. They dumped that pocket-passing Malik. Uh, situation uh, first game, got rid of it, and got back to allowing Malik to just be a weapon, to be that Swiss Army knife, to be that guy that you have to account for with both his legs and his arm. And I felt like we made a complete 180 in terms of uh, being a threat offensively. And, you know, it's the offense got, got together. It took them a little while. Uh, you know, they only had seven points at halftime. Um, got off to a bit of a slow start after a very impressive first drive where they go straight down and score first possession of the game. Um, but then as the game went along and Malik and the team got comfortable, Joe, we saw a completely different team offensively. So, like, what did you think about Malik's play last night? Uh, you know, we we talked about this.
1: First of all, I, 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 they're not going to do it. But stop with the Lamar Jackson comparisons. Yes. Stop doing that. They're not at all the same player. No. And God love Malik. You know, God blessing every knock that people said about about uh, Lamar coming out. You know, is he a quarterback? Is he a wide receiver at the next level? You know, whatever. Those are fair criticisms to have, and and to apply to Malik. He's he's a backyard player. He's you got to put the ball in his hands and let him fling it. Let him run around, let him do his thing. And and when they let him cook, the offense the offense is efficient. When you try to make him something that he's not a pocket passer, right. The offense is stagnant. It's not it's not his natural it, it's just, it, it, well, I mean, let's just call it what it is. It, it's very forced.
3: Yes, you're taking
1: him out of his element. You're not putting him in a in a position to succeed as an individual player. And as a quarterback, especially with this offense, you've got to just be able to go out and do your thing. They they let they they let Malik cook last night.
3: 201 yards passing, uh, 17 carries, 121 yards rushing, and a touchdown. And, you know, like, I I would much closer compare Malik to Tyrod Taylor, the former Mm -hmm. Virginia Tech quarterback, than I would Lamar Jackson. Because Tyrod Taylor is a little bit of the same thing. Like, he's just kind of like, not a great passer, but okay not a uh, you know a, a a very exciting runner, but he's not a Lamar Jackson like generational type of runner. But he's a guy that if you just uh, give him the football, Joe, and we talked about it last night, like I, I said, like Malik's a dude to where, like you said, this is his fifth year playing quarterback at the University of Louisville. Like you should just be able to just give him the football and just say, you know what, Malik, call your own plays. Like you know, call the plays in the huddle. Um, if you, there's something that you don't like. Uh, audible out of it. You know the whole playbook. Like, I feel at this point, they should just give him the ball and just let him play football. Because I feel like that's probably for the Louisville night. offense, I think that's the best thing to do.
1: I made the joke last night, it's Willie Beeman. Yeah. You know, for many given Sunday. What's the What's the line that Pacino has about, ah, you're back on the block. <laughs> you run past the Buick and, and cut a hook. But, I mean, that's how he plays. He plays sandlot ball. There's nothing wrong with that. No. You can win a lot of college football games with, with a quarterback, you know, that capable. Um, it's just, like I said, man, on both sides of the ball, I am just very, 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 very confused.
3: <laughs> How about that defense?
1: Uh,
3: man, <laughs> where's it been? How,
0: like it, it, this
1: is why I keep saying I'm just confused by it. It's like it, it, it's like if if you're told these are all the things that are wrong and you just ignore them, and then one day out of nowhere you just get it all out. You, you know, you get it all together. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were imagine having a spouse that you're like these are the things that bother me, and you've been doing them for a decade and then just one day they would knock it all off where was this you you knew that you were capable of of not doing these things the defense was absolute night and day in in the two halves
3: yeah i mean it, it just it was it was just one of those situations where from beginning to end, I think that, and I said to you last night, I really and truly felt, even though Louisville lost that first game to Syracuse, thirty-one-seven, I thought honestly that the defense played a better game than the offense. Um, you know that that was my own personal opinion. I I, I felt that um, the, that that Louisville uh, defense just got completely worn out. like it's, it felt like in game one versus Syracuse, they held the line as clo- as long as they could. Um, but the offense just didn't do anything for them. And, and you know them not doing much of anything uh, really, really just hurt uh, the Cardinals chances. Um, and then once they got tired, Syracuse's offense got going, Louisville's offense continued to struggle, and the defense kind of just let it go. Now, that's not to say that the defense played a good game because the scheme last week was horrible. But I think that we could see that there was um, improved talent. You know, I think that, that Josh Minkins being out there, um, he is a dynamic guy. Um, I, I think that uh, Ben Perry... Is a dynamic guy. Um, you know, we saw Ashton Jelati flash and do some nice things week one. Uh, we know what we get with Yasir Abdullah, but it was guys like Monty Montgomery that really didn't come to play, but we knew he could play. Um, but this game yesterday, the defense found their backbone. They came out and they started playing downhill, you know, and, and it's kind of one of the things we talked about last night. If you're going to play a zone and uh, jo- joined by Haven Harrington as well. Haven, how
2: you doing this morning, brother? Let me tell you something. Yes, sir. I was on my way to a campaign event. Yes, sir. Heard you Yahoo's on the radio. Had to stop <laughs> midway out to Emmons, Kentucky. Turn back around to correct the wayward direction of this program. Oh, wow! I, yeah, <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> I, so, so all right. So you know what? Fair enough. So let let, let me hear. You're, you can go any way you want with it because I'm so confused about what happened
2: that I'm just going to give you the football and let you run with it. I'm, I'm going to tell you, okay, I said this all week long on Twitter. Yes. And I told you yourself, yes. they're going to play much better. This team is going to look completely different than he did the first week. Why? Because this season is going exactly the way last season went. If you remember last year, we came out against Ole Miss and looked hapless. Yes. Until Ole Miss put like the fifth string in, and we got everything rolling. Yeah. Second half. Yeah. And then we come against this very same team, UCF. Come out and look like we play with our hair on fire. fire firing on all cylinders. The defense look completely different. They're blitzing. Everybody has energy. They have excitement. They're running around. They got five man fronts. You know, <laughs> they have all these exotic blitz schemes. They're playing uptight on wide receivers everything we calling him for is like he he did it. Scott found the magic elixir. The team is back. I've never seen this defense play this well. We said that everything last year. And then what happened? Yeah, Flanders returns. Flanders. So, the return of Flanders. Before we all get excited about how well they played yesterday against a converted wide receiver to quarterback. I just want to I hate to be that dude to throw the wet blanket and the cold water on people. We've seen this movie before. Yeah. I'm just saying. We've seen this movie before. We watched this last year. And this is this season has started out exactly as it did last year. Because you know, I've watched this objectively. And it makes you wonder. This game begs several questions, right? Mm-hmm. One... What were you doing the first game that you couldn't call the exact same defense? <laughs> that all of a sudden the second game you just pulled us out your butt with only a four days practice makes you kind of wonder. Like, what were you guys doing? Were you, were you sandbagging the first game for the this dominant foe of UCF? Like, what were you doing? This is obvious football, one on one. What you did against UCF is nothing that we Cardinal fans haven't called for for the past like four seasons. Yeah, but can you do it all year? And that's the second question. The second question is like, can you do this consistently? Can you call this defense like this consistently? If the past four years are are an indication, the answer is no. You know, at one point against Florida State next week, we're going to see a three-man front with a 30-yard cushion on the wide receivers (laughs) and we're going to drop eight. We saw
3: it in the first half of the game yesterday. And
2: you're going to see it next week against arguably better talent. Better quarterback, a guy who's actually played quarterback his entire career and not a converted wide receiver. Rob receivers actually catch the ball. I mean, UCF gave Louisville the game yesterday. Satterfield tried to give the game back to UCF, with that horrible fourth down call <laughs> on his side of the 50, right? Yeah. And the defense blew out. Like, yep. He tried to yeah. give the game that's, back that's to UCF. Unfair.
3: That's a good call right there.
2: And UCF was like, we don't want it. We want to drop all these wide open passes we had. Because the guys were open, going yeah. across the middle. yeah, Pumley missed him twice. He had a guy deep going down to 20. He could have hit. He chose the guy coming across uh, on a crossing pattern about 15 yards uh, shallower. He was open. It was a bad throw. And just, he still should have caught it. He just didn't catch it. Game over. No, 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 You ain't fooling me on this one. This is, this is straight Ned Flanders full gold. <laughs> I've, I've seen this before. So you guys can wax poetically about how much better they looked. My Montgomery came to play. Ashton Gelati was a beast. Riley was the best safety since Deion Sanders. Or best <laughs> corner since Deion Sanders. No, this is Louisville. The best corner since Sam Madison. I, I, I'm not falling for the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, no, no, I know. was about to say, no, I, I was about to ask you,
1: so is this the banana and the tailpipe uh, win?
2: Yes, we've seen this before. They did the exact same thing last year. Literally the exact same thing last year. Looked like crap in week one. Wonder what was going on. Okay, losing to Ole Miss wasn't as bad as losing to Syracuse. But the way they lost, where they just got molly it was like, man, what have these guys been doing all offseason? They had like a month to prepare, and this is is all we get? And we said the same thing last year, right? They had some games to try to make Malik a pocket passer. We've said this for like four years now. Malik has only been here for 12 years. Like, (laughs) everybody knows how this man plays. It, It is no secret. But yet, they will go like six, seven games a season trying to make this guy Joe Montana. Yeah. But no. he's not. I, I, I tell And, you and what. it's going to happen.
3: And they always talk about giving someone their flowers. The only flowers that, that Scott Satterfield was going to get was the flowers for his coffin that they was about to lower into the ground if he lost that game last night. So, <laughs> like, I give him credit on the simple fact that um, – he was able, like, because one of the things that we've seen consistently, uh, whether it be year two in 2020. Uh, year three, um, is that they were very slow to change things, either from an offensive standpoint in 2020, from a defensive standpoint in 2021. That it took them six, seven, eight games before they made a change. Like, so I at least give them credit that they came out and tried to no, do something game no, one no, and they turned no, around and changed no credit. the game two. No, no, credit,
2: no credit is credit. given. No credit <laughs> is given because they did the same thing last year. They did the exact same thing last year. They forgot how to play football in game one. <laughs> they showed up in game two. Everybody got excited. Cardinal football is back. They're being aggressive. Worst an aggressive been all season. Why they didn't do this against Ole Miss? But look at them now. They're back. They beat a very, very good UCF team that was on their way to being ranked. It's very Haven. We heard exactly the same thing last year. We saw exactly the same thing last year. And then what happened?
0: Yeah.
2: They. Re- he can't help but revert back to who he is. It's going to happen. Flanderism. Ned Flanders is going to put the shirt back <laughs> on. The muscle will disappear. And he's going to forget who he's going to turn back to who he really is. You're going to see. You saw an offense. Even against UCF, you saw an offense. He, he's supposed to be an offensive mastermind. Couldn't score. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it. I'm not falling for the man that tailpipe. You guys. <laughs> can drink the kool-aid <laughs> I'm not, oh, no, not, not me now now don't get it wrong like like let's not get it
3: twisted like i'm not this is not a proclamation of louisville football is back or anything like that but like i said it's the gift and the curse of this team is that this team has enough talent to where they should win 80 percent of their games they can go out and beat anybody like you could tell me that louisville beats anybody on the schedule including clemson or kentucky and it wouldn't surprise me because they have the talent to do so but you know, you just don't know what you're going to get from oh, yeah, day in do. and day oh, out. Oh,
2: just watch. You know? Oh, no, no, just, just watch. Like the inconsistency, the the um, passive play, the soft defense. It's all coming back. Um, it, it will all be on full display. It will all be on full display this season. So, so all right, so
3: just macro. You know what? I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and stay on schedule. We're going to go ahead and take this first break, and then when we get back, Haven, uh, you, you going to hang around for another second so we can get in some of these X's? Again? I will
2: hang around another segment to, to I, correct you guys. I, I appreciate it. We, we no need problem. help because we're thoroughly confused and we oh, need not Haven
3: Harrison to help us out and get us together because we're going to get into some of the X's and O's of this, uh, what we saw offensively, what we saw defensively, um, and what can Louisville hang their hat on and, and what still is cause concern. Uh, you are listening to Wake Up 502. Rashawn Myers, Haven and Joe Kelly, taking care of you. Wake Up 502. Big X Sports Radio, WXVW. And we'll be back. could be Welcome back in to Wake Up 502. It's going down here on a beautiful Saturday morning here in DeVille. We are breaking down and analyzing all of the craziness that we saw last night. Louisville goes on the road to UCF, knocks off the Golden Knights, uh, completely throws everything we thought we knew after everything we thought we knew before, before the season, just completely changed everything up again. Haven Harrington is... uh, uh, is coming in and trying to sober us up, telling us that, you know, we need to learn from these things and we need to understand that um, that they were who we thought they were, like Denny Green. <laughs> and I understand and I absolutely agree with him, but
2: at the man, same I, time. I'm
3: telling you. Haven, like. Man, I'm telling you,
2: <laughs> don't believe the hype, okay? You can't trust it. Yes, sir. You can't trust. Like we, we keep thinking the brothers gonna work it out. But at the end of the day, we're gonna ask who stole the soul, because we know who Scott Satterfield is. When somebody shows you who <laughs> they are, you just gotta believe it. I'm telling, you, it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you just you just can't believe the height.
3: So, Joe Kelly, what do you what, now? Now, what do you think? Like, I I I need to know before we get into some of these X's and O's. Like, do you think like? I don't know how to ask the question. Like, is this something tangible that we need to believe in? Is this something that, like, I don't don't know how to take any of this. Like, Haven Harrington is definitely coming in with the Larry Merchant (laughs) here at HBO. We come to bring you the best in boxing, and tonight we bought you (laughs) crap-type realism. Like, are you on Haven's side of this situation? Like, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think I'm falling for the banana in the tailpipe. But at the same time, like, I feel like they can just if they just just do what they did, then you know they'll be all right. What do you think?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna lean with Haven on all this, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you like <laughs> this is this is the new fear was set. Does the man do just enough to to justify keeping his job? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I really and honestly believe that's just where we are with this guy, and it's going to be this way, and until he gets another job or until he does get fired, that he's going to do just enough. Just enough. It's maddening. Last night, last night's win, I this is where we are as a fan base that we are so desperate for anything, any semblance of good news and positivity from football. We are celebrating beating central Florida. (laughs) Now That's that's not to disrespect the golden Knights. They, they, they had a great run when Scott Frost was down there doing his thing, but there's central damn Florida, man. And is this, I posed this question last night on Twitter, and now I, I, maybe it's Central Florida. Malik Cunningham is about to have every damn statistical record for for the quarterback position at the University of Louisville, but I don't think the average U of L fan could tell you and point at one one single game and say, "Oh, that was his signature win."
2: This one that goes in his the top five, Joe. Won. The
3: one last night, don't you think? I think this one goes into the top five.
2: No, it's Central Florida. This is not Cardinal football. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Cardinal football back when we was in Conference USA. Yeah, this is
1: this is this is fairground. This is fairgrounds U of L football. This is not. No. This no, is Papa I'm John's sorry, Cardinal Stadium. Not, no, th- this I'm is, not going to sit oh. here in the year of our Lord 2022. As a as a member of of the the ACC conference and be celebrating beating
3: Central Florida, damn it, you're supposed to do that. That's fair. I mean, no, absolutely, I, I agree you know, with you. I, I agree with you. Like this, this is this is man. This is
1: how this is where we are as a fan base that we are seriously on a Saturday morning. Just happy that the weekend wasn't blown up, didn't get screwed over. We can casually watch football or, God forbid, do things with our families today, you know, and and be normal. We can smile
3: this Saturday, Joe. We can smile and be happy. Yes. We can smile and we can be happy. But, (laughs) man, this ain't it.
1: This is not. Be happy. Be happy and enjoy the wins. You You know what I mean? I think as Louisville fans, we know that they that you got to you got to celebrate the wins, man. You got to, but at the same time, I'm not gonna what, what you want me to build Scott a, stat, a statue because he beat
3: Central Florida on a Friday night. That's fair. You know what? Just, right, you went to just you like, like to public, enemy public Enemy said, Public Enemy said you the can't trust it. Kingdom.
2: <laughs> oh, you guys call those references? I, I, I was I was exposing the, exposing the last segment there. It's like three public enemy albums back to back. It's part of myself.
3: <laughs> no, I, Joe, you, you are absolutely right. No, I I, I think that And and
1: and, and before and before before you hit the text line or take any calls. Yes, sir. I know people are going to say, "Damn, y'all just wake up hating." No. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not trying to sound like a hater. All I, again. I'm glad we got the W. At the end of the day, only only fanatics remember how the game played out right you know you just look at the schedule at the end of the season you look at the wins and losses we need more w's but man i'm sorry you just can't you can't get me no i'm not going to wake up on a saturday morning Full of energy because we knocked off an unranked UCF team on a Friday night. This is this is throwback to college, man. Like this doesn't feel like what what we join the ACC for. Yeah. We, it, 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 what we what what was the point of of jumping conferences and all that if we're gonna celebrate beating Central Florida on a Friday night? No, Come I, on, that's man. Fair. I thought we were better than this.
3: That's fair. I mean, yeah, like you celebrate that win in two thousand and three, two thousand and four. 2002. 20, 24 year old Joe is is excited about this game. Yes,
1: and and pumped up, and and we have so much to build upon, and hoorah and all that. Man, forty year old Joe's like been here, done this, and this is not, this ain't
3: it. Well, fellas, what did we say? We, we said you know, in in the preseason when we were breaking down the so the schedule, Louisville needed to go either six and zero or five and one this first uh-huh. six because the the first six was um, appreciably easier than the second six, Uh, 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 you know. So, I mean, technically you can say Louisville with this win last night, they stayed on schedule because, you know, I talked about it. I said, you know, the the pressure that Scott Satterfield was under to win that game was tremendous because if you head home 0-2 looking for a Florida State team that just went on the road and beat LSU, you know, in Louisiana, they weren't it wasn't a home game, but they were in New Orleans at Superdome. Um, You know, it was a home game. uh, Yeah, basically. So, you know, they they go on the road. They beat LSU. So if you come home off 0-2 and facing a former quarterback in Jordan Travis that was seen to be the, the quarterback of the future, like Jordan Travis was supposed to be the quarterback on this Louisville team, you know, the last two years. You know, this was supposed to be his job that he was ultimately going to take from Malik Cunningham. Like, that was what he was being groomed for. People thought, you know, losing Bobby Petrino, well, at least we have our quarterback in Travis, and Travis ends up transferring to Florida State. So, if you go into your first home game 0-2 with Jordan Travis and Jared Jackson, who the, who Florida State both featured in their little uh, Twitter video uh, displaying their, their all-white uniforms they're going to be wearing next week, like, that would have been DEFCON 5. For Satterfield to have to come home and deal with that, so I think that what the win does is it keeps you on schedule for that six. Or it can't be six and zero now, of course, because they lost Syracuse, but they can still hit that five and one
2: mark. Need I bring up history? Yes, the same thing happened last year about when Scott's job after the first game, he was backed into a corner, <laughs> and the second game came out like a man possessed. Rasputin. And then, you
3: that's know. what I'm saying, man. He, 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 Rasputin is the <laughs> Scott Satterfield is the Wayne Fonts of, uh, of college football that's coaches. That's what you think you've got him to <laughs> The thing about it's, Wayne it's Fonts, that, like, he's the old coach from the uh, Detroit Lions. And Wayne Fonts, mm-hmm. his greatest superpower, was always just winning enough to never get fired from the Detroit Lions. And Scott Satterfield is showing to have some very Wayne Fonts-like tendencies. It's it's
1: painfully accurate, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, that, and that's
1: where I was I was saying he does just enough, just enough where you're like,
2: well, I mean, I guess he's got to stick around. <laughs> Justin Coach's recruiting class is coming in, right now. He does have the talent to drop three in. I mean the the rush three and, and drop eight, and vacate the middle maybe. Oh God,
3: that's the, such the, a bad defense. When we
1: come back in the, in the second hour, can we really talk about how the it was like flipping a damn light switch on the defense? It was unbelievable. Like
3: yes, we and, we and,
1: legitimately and, the first half of football, gentlemen. We were too, the reason why I'm not gonna gonna sit here and 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 pump sunshine and rainbows up anybody's butt is that we were two quarters of football away from them giving free tickets to Florida state with the purchase of a big Mac. <laughs> like we were, we were quickly approaching, man, everybody's cashed out. It's, it's not even, it's not even oh, middle yeah. of September yet. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's, and, and, the defense on all three levels went from inept to like, oh, okay, yeah, it looks like these guys have played football before.
3: It's kind of it's like a, a, it's, it, it was like the scene, Joe in Wyatt. Earp. you remember when in Wyatt, Earp, when, when they were when they were um, all. Uh, you know, no, it was Tombstone. It was tomb- not Wyatt Earp. It was It was Tombstone. And, and Tombstone, when they were all kind of at the little uh, careen and they were fighting with the Cowboys and they were stuck and, and they were kind of pinned down, and Wyatt Earp just kind of got off the ground and was like, no, and just came out and just like yeah. just kind of charged. was like, no, and just started shooting the shotgun, started shooting all the Cowboys. And it's just like, no, like that's literally <laughs> what the defense did last night because they were just like, no, this is not going to happen. They again. were as inept. They were as inept as you could be in
1: all three fa- levels of, of defense. Uh, they were getting their. I'll just be point blank about it. They were getting their asses whipped in the trenches. Yes. The linebackers looked like their feet were planted into the ground. They were not flowing to the ball. They were reacting to the ball. And the secondary, I don't know what they were doing. I, I truly have no. Freaking idea what our secondary was doing in the first half or what they've done for a year. And then they just, it's like they all of a sudden said, you know what? If we're going to get fired mid season, we might as well let the dogs eat. And it was like, they turned the defense loose and they took the, they took the the shot collar off of it. I have no explanation for it.
2: Uh, you know, but once again, this is something we've seen throughout. You know, Flanders' career. I mean, ever since he's been here, he's had games where he's coached great games where the offense looks dynamic. He has creative play calling. The defense is flying around, and then the very next game, they revert back to form. You just don't know what you're going to get. It's it's it is it is a bipolar scheme.
1: But I am absolutely perplexed by the fact that it, the defense was as incompetent as, as could be and then just looked like the 85 Bears out of nowhere.
3: We saw everything. Like, like literally, the secondary, like, next thing you know, Quincy Riley's making plays. And like I said, Josh Minkins was probably the best guy to the secondary. Then uh, Jarvis Brownlee. Just comes out and like becomes like Deion Sanders all of a sudden. Like it just, it was unbelievable. But I I, I tell you what, uh three eighty four fourteen fifty is the uh the wake up five oh two buzz line and we have Wayne on the line with us and Wayne's gonna try to set it straight and let us know what he thinks. Now Wayne, bring you in here, sir. How <laughs> you doing this morning, me, brother? I'm doing wonderful, Sean. And
4: and give props to Joe and Haven if if he ain't already gone. And you know I got to call in. It was, it was a very uh, entertaining contest last night. Now, the thing of it is we we're, we're CO, and uh, that don't mean well, military, don't mean connect, uh, commanding officers, but we're cautiously optimistic. That was a good effort. That's the kind of effort that needs to be applied every game. If they put that forth, that, that type of effort, you know, win or lose, uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. The the main thing is to put forth the effort, and and they did that last night, and I, I got to admit, uh, uh uh, Central Florida they got some athletes fast, fast yeah. folks, yeah. I mean, very very impressive speed they had, and uh, they went they went in there, and plus what made it even sweeter, what they've only lost what two games in five years, yeah.
3: Like so they're like thirty one and two over the last five seasons right, that's impressive, very impressive it, it, even Alabama don't have that, so
4: that you know that that's good, that's good, and then they'll move on to the big twelve and and maybe they can get they can get recognized but uh you yeah, know I, I- was pleased with the effort uh it it and like you alluded to earlier, they do have the talent, so it's it's it and plus he's been given all the resources that he needs to be successful, so it's no reason not to. And plus the th- the thing that I like, he, va- he finally listened, uh, you know, like I I think I said I, I tried to call last I, I I don't know what happened last week.
0: Mm-hmm. But
4: uh, if, when you bring when you bring an O C an O C and a D C in, you gotta utilize those people. Yes. And quit being stubborn, pig headed and, 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 and quit trying to make uh, uh Malik something that he's not. He's not a pocket passer. He never will be. Right. He's an RPO man, and you got to utilize it. You got to take advantage of his talent, and that way you'll be successful. You know, you can't you can't make him into something that he's not because it, it, it's I won't say it's foreign to him, but he he, he can't excel. It, it's it's not it's not for him. Let him do what he does, and and you'll you'll get the you'll get the desired result. And and, and another thing that I liked. Uh, about the game last night
0: mm-hmm.
4: was the, the 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 grit. I mean, they 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 bore down. That was impressive. I mean, they would they at what nine straight mass straight stops or whatever it was. Yes, that was impressive. And you know they it 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 what it goes to show they've always had the talent, but they didn't get you know give the maximum effort. If you don't give the maximum effort, you're not going to get nothing. And 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 that it, it shows you. But you you know you can't go overboard and like Haven uh, Haven said, you got to take one game at a time. You know that was that was a good that was a good win and that and like you I don't know if you want to call it a a good first step, but it was a good win and 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 it added to their confidence and they'll they'll be ready Friday or Saturday when they play Florida State. Florida State looked very impressive against uh, LSU and they they. They were a little lucky, <laughs> you know, that point. But uh, you know that that that's football, and 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 those things happen. And I told, I told a buddy of mine, uh, he, he, he's a big uh, <laughs> Notre Dame fan. I said, man, they ain't gonna win nothing. They can st- let them stay independent. And i said this before. Let them stay on out there. The longer they stay out there, the worse it's gonna get. They're not gonna win nothing. You it, it, you know, you've been independent forever, but but. But when you when you get in the big show, you get you get your hand beat in. Mm-hmm. It, it's easier it's easier to be in a conference, you know, and 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 then be like everybody else. I know we know you're different and all that, and 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 I and I still don't see why uh, NBC gives them that exclusive contract. They don't get nothing on in return. I don't care if it is nationwide, but what do they get what do they get back in return? That's
3: America's team, Wayne.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: they have touchdown Jesus.
4: Sean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they say. So They're gonna, gonna make college football, football great again. F- <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> F-, F G what we call fools' gold. <laughs> Uh You know, that's what that is. You know, but uh, Sean, Joe, and Haven, if you're in there, you know what I think about you guys. You, 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 my, you, my guys, man. It's always a privilege and a pleasure to, to put my two cents worth, my two cents in. And I appreciate you allowing me to lead, me to do that, and and we'll say, uh, at the end of the day, we always say go cards, but we take one game at a time. You know, you 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 won. Now forget it. You got to go on to the next game. You can't relish in that. You got to move to the next game, and then we will see what you do that time, the next time, and then you keep on doing that each week, and putting forth the maximum effort, and we'll see we'll see what happens if you. But the thing about it, you give yourself an opportunity and a chance. If you don't put forth the effort, you, you're not going to get nothing. But as long as you put forth the effort, nobody's going to be mad at you. If you get beat, but you, you gave the effort and they, you just didn't do what you needed to do to win. But like I say, Sean, Joe, Haven, if you not if you're there, you my guys, and at the end of the day, like I always say, go cards. Thanks guys.
3: I appreciate it, Wayne. Appreciate the call as always, Wayne. And Wayne setting it straight. Yeah, I, you know that that's the that's the most interesting thing about this whole situation is that. But this is what I asked for. Truthfully, like I, I went live um, after the game. I went live. Th- I think it was Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday evening, just because I had to give my thoughts. I couldn't wait until you know until Saturday to give my thoughts. So I, I went live. I was testing out some 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 little. Uh, simulcasting app. So I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and go live, get some thoughts out there. My my thoughts were I just want football to at least be good enough to be entertaining. Like I don't I didn't I don't want to go through just a miserable season. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just, like, the sports is supposed to be, like, your happy diversion from, like, real life. Like, that's supposed to be the thing that you enjoy. It gives you something to talk about. It gives you an opportunity to get together with your people, have some fun, laugh, drink, be merry. And, and you know, Louisville Athletics has just been in a tough spot, you know, the last several years. So it's like, you know, you just want something like – you don't want the football team to just be horrible and just have nothing to talk about all you want to do is complain. Like, that's not that's not any fun. So, at least you can have fun, at, at, you know, at points. But, Joe, I think it's, it's kind of that situation where Louisville's the type – it's like having that – like, you meet a, a, a young lady and she's fun and, 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 you know, you have a good time but you know she's a little crazy so you can't really make no plans. You just gotta kind of ride and see how it goes, and just you can ride ride, ride along with and have some fun. But you, you just never can't make any plans for the future. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And and again, I mean, I, I, I think it's important for fans, as, as we talked about earlier, and, and I said moments ago, enjoy the wins, man. Like, don't, don't, don't. You know. Ah, man, I want to word this very carefully. Enjoy the good, because it can be ugly. But let's not get out of it. We're not world beaters yet. This team didn't... They won a game they should have won, is how I look at it. Yeah. What's frustrating to me is how different they looked, though. And, And what's frustrating about that is that it shows me that the coaching staff was capable of making these changes. What what clicked at halftime last night? Who said what in the locker room?
3: Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, Scott's not going to tell you nothing because that man's about as entertaining as, like, primer on a wall, <laughs> like when it comes to it- interviews. It's like.
1: Oh,
3: I mean, yeah, he's a doorknob. You remember Um, remember Fifth Element? Every time Chris Rock tried to do the interview with Bruce Willis, they're like, Carmen Dallas, you just won the the exciting vacation. What do you think about it? It's great. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Scott don't give you nothing, man. He, He does not give you. I've never seen that man excited one time. Ever. With a microphone in front of his face. No, Uh, he even watched his quarterback get
1: rocked on a a late hit and didn't react to it.
3: Yes. Like, there was
1: just so many. There were so many things. And I'm not trying to, like, get on here and, and ruin anybody's weekend or downplay. Like, yes, they won the game. That is great. Awesome. Cool. Again, we were two quarters from having a very different show this morning.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, the fly, the flowers were coming. The c the casket was getting lowered. So you know, I got to give credit where credits do. Well,
2: the credit. Well, actually, the flowers still on stand by.
3: Yeah, they still stay on stand hold. They, they we <laughs> ain't put the flowers up. They just in the refrigerator, so they don't you know we'll they, they still there. Don't get it twisted. And a coffin already has been ordered, and the pot has been <laughs> dug. So, well, Haven, hey, I know that you may be running out of here at the end of the hour. So, like, I, I need to know uh, before you go running out. Like, you know, just just give me kind of your, you know, any, any, your final thoughts. Any things you heard from from Wayne, or just your thoughts on the on the team? Or like, you know, thing you want to put out to the ethos. In
2: immortal words of one Charles Reinhauer, one of America's greatest poets. Don't believe the hype. (laughs) Don't. Don't believe the hype. It's a sequel. As an equal, can I get this through to you? My 98's been with the trunk of funk. Don't believe the hype. Wow.
3: (laughs) And drops the mic. You know what? Excellent first hour. A lot of passion, a lot of energy, a lot of great takes. We have plenty more coming on. that. we have lots of things to get into in hour number two besides breaking down some of the the things that we can feel like we can maybe put a stamp on and believe in, some things that we're still not trusting, Um, as well as we got to get into this Lamar Jackson contract situation. I know that I have some thoughts on that. I want to hear Joe's thoughts on that as well. I know Haven's going to probably be running on to – uh, you know, help the uh, America be great again. <laughs> uh,
2: no. <Yeah.
3: laughs> Wrong you are, dude. You are, you are listening. I'm not
2: helping that dude.
3: <laughs> you are listening. To Wake up five oh two. Rashad Vars, hey man, Joe Kelly, we'll be back uh right after this big x Xbox radio. Welcome back. Welcome back to Wake Up 502. Hour number two. It is going down here in the 502. Beautiful city of Louisville, Kentucky. Rashawn Myers, thanks to Haven Harrington, he is now gone to uh, continue his great efforts, uh, you know, uh, on the uh, political trails. So, Appreciate uh, Haven for being a part of the show this morning, getting us together, uh, bringing back in Joe Kelly as well. Uh, and, and Joe, I tell you what, we already we we got the the phone lines are jumping this morning. You know, we got we had uh, Wayne call in. We got another one of our favorites. We got Jay calling in. Jay has Jay. What's going on this morning, brother? Well, good
5: morning,
3: uh, Rashawn and Joe. How you doing, sir? Doing fine, sir. Doing
5: fine, sir. Excellent. It, 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 what- what a win it was for the Louisville football team last night. They needed it. They I don't made. know where it, I don't I don't know where it came from. Um I watched from the beginning to the end and I think a lot of it is when you're back against the wall, you have no other choice to move forward. And just rally together and just say, Hey man, regardless of what what people are saying about our football team, you got we do have talent, we do have players, we have playmakers, we just don't have a coach. So I guess they rallied together at halftime and said, hey, let's get this victory. That's a very good football team, Central Florida.
3: Yeah, that's a very good team. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's definitely um, – it was a good win. It was a huge win. You know? Huge, huge. But, you
5: know, like I say, one game at a time, let's take it. But, you know, you got Florida State rolling into Carter State on Friday night on national television, see what happens.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean they they have a if they can if Louisville can go out there and get a win against Florida State uh at home and you know in, in their first home game now I feel like that kind of resets the season uh because if you're 3 and 1 after that first, or excuse me 2 and 1 after those first 3 you have a couple of very manageable games uh you know on the road that you can you know take a look at I mean because after Florida State you have South Florida, Boston College and Virginia you know, and, and and you know that that's Boston College has not looked good early. South Florida is god awful, um, and UVA is not great. That they're, they're replacing their head coach. So I mean, if you can get through this first three two and one, you got to feel pretty good, don't you, Jay?
5: Oh, I love it right now. Let's see what happens, one game at a time, sir.
3: Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
5: Well, speaking of one game at a time, this is probably one of the best days of the radio show. Is giving away something live on ninety
3: six Oh boy, we give it. We go. I love something it for away? the world. I love it.
5: Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna give something away to your listeners. Okay, wait, what you got for? You
3: know, no telling what's in my little jiggle bar. I know you got. You, you like Santa Claus. You always got something. You got a little prize pack. The Jay has prize pack is legendary. <laughs> uh,
5: Watch yourself. Son. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's legendary. Yeah. You know,
5: since it's, since it is, you know that you know uh the kids and the family thing, you know,' the, the still little summer, you know, I'm going to give away a pair of VIP zoo passes.: Okay? Nice. So, oh: All you got to do is take the first two callers at 502-889-1366 and tell them you heard it on 961.
3: There it is. Hey, right, so what, what's that number again?
5: 502-889-1366 The VIP zoo passes are yours. The first two callers.
3: There it is. Hey, so there y'all go. Go ahead and, and, and give Jay a call. Give it away. Let's see. That's what I'm talking about. Just coming through like Willy Wonka. You know what I'm saying? Louisville gets you know. the win, so now now, <laughs> now now Jay wants to give stuff away. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm talking about. So that, I appreciate that. That's one that, of the best, sir. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate that, Jay. I, I, of course, you know we're we're doing uh, the, the the game day 502 over um, at uh, 21st in Germantown, on uh, 1481 South Shelby Street. Uh, I, I, the little birdie told me you might be coming through to uh, kick it with us today. Oh, man, I'm, yeah, I'm going to kick with you, and plus give away some things. Hey, so look at that. So, look. Hey. So, see see what I'm saying? Jay's going to be hanging out, so y'all got to make sure y'all come out and be a part of it. Absolutely, it's going to be a huge uh, time. It's going to be great fun. So, Jay, I appreciate it, man. So, I, I'll see you in a little bit. Of course, that's 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, we'll be coming to you. Uh, Game day 502 uh, is going to be happening. It's still going to be on and popping every Saturday afternoon. So, Jay, I appreciate it. I look forward yeah, to man. seeing you, brother. Yes, sir, brother. I run it. All right, thank you, brother. Hey, you know what? See, Joe, look, people just coming through. They they in the spirit of giving. You know what I'm saying? Giving stuff away. Jay, hey, let me tell you something. Anytime you see Jay, Jay, always keep like Jay is old school, all right? So it's not gonna be nothing fancy. But if you see this old beat up envelope, white envelope, Jay has, and it looks just like you don't know what's in it. Trust me, it's like goodies. Tell you, he's, he's like Willy Wonky. He's always got something in his little envelope. <laughs> he's always I, I giving love stuff it, away. <laughs> there, used
1: to, there used to be a regular at, uh, at, at the bar that I worked at in college. Yes. And this dude would come in, and we called him the human advent calendar because <laughs> he would wear one of those fisherman's vests that had like 48 pockets on it, right? Yes. And he would just tell people, pick a pocket. Dude, it have everything in there. Like one day you might get a scratch-off lottery ticket, the next you might pick a pocket that had a fifty-dollar bill in it. But but the the point was, it was always a party when the advent calendar came around.
3: Yes, I love it. Like, yes. <laughs> that is outstanding. You got a
1: you got a cards win on a Friday. You, got, you can get zoo passes on a Saturday. Man, what more do you need, people? Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Oh, and, 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 to, and to continue in that mode, just to let you guys know, coming up next segment, uh, you want to make sure you're tuning in here uh, to 96.1 Big X Sports Radio, uh, Wake Up 502, because our girl Leanne Herring is coming back uh, to do picks with us again. She was uh, – I, I, like, the pick segment went very, very well. If, if you were trying to uh, – Make a couple of dollars. I believe you did pretty well last week listening to Leanne, uh, you know, make her pick. So uh, you're definitely going to want to tune in for that. She'll be coming in at the uh, bottom of this hour, uh, 1030. So we're, we're going to be doing that again. So, Joe, get your uh, thinking cap on. We're going to have some games. It's going to be a little bit tougher this week uh, because, you know, we don't. there's not a lot of marquee matchups. Um, of course, UK's got a big one today um, down there in Florida. Uh, in a game that uh you know people thought the u k was just going to be able to go into Gainesville and just roll over somebody, and then, of course, like we talked about, they knocked off Utah, you know we, we talked about uh West Coast teams coming east, and even though Utah was ranked number seven, going into the swamp, coming all the way across the country you know that's a that 's a recipe for disaster. Florida got their win, so now u k heading down to uh, the swamp next. Uh, may not be as easy as, uh, as what they thought. So I'm, we're going to get Leanne's thoughts on that game and, and a few more as well. So I'm very, very excited about that. So I, I think you even did pretty well last week too, Joe, if I if I remember correctly. Damn, man.
1: Why, why you got
3: to say I even did? Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, that's because I'm trying to like, you know. That was, that was very yeah. underhanded, my friend. <laughs> I'm making people try to ignore, you know, like I, I did all right. I did okay. But, you know, like, it was good, oh, yeah, though. Man. It was good. So, like, Leanne, she said that she loved it so much that she wants to try to do a pick segment with us um, consistently. So, you know, she, she may become a staple. She may become our, our our you know, our, our sports handicapper football savant. So, you know, got all hey, kind of man. stuff going
1: on. Get rich to this with
3: Leanne. There you go. I'm telling you, because Leanne knows the stuff. I, can't, I like That's one thing I said. That lady is tough. When it comes to football, she knows the stuff. Uh, you know, she's a big on the recruiting trails. Uh, you know, the stuff, the work that she does with Ole Miss, you know, down there, those people don't play about their football. Uh, and, and Leanne's been doing it for a while. Uh, she used to work for the NFL Network. Um, she's been, uh, you know, walking this path and doing uh, sports media on the football side for a long time. So understand it's, it's not a joke. It is not a drill. <laughs> like when she talks, I suggest you listen. <laughs> this just, this, Right. You know, <laughs> that's just my suggestion. But Joe, uh, before we Look, get to Leanne, I I I wanna ask you. Um and, and I wanted to get into it just from an X and O's perspective. And not maybe maybe not an X and O's, but but from a personal uh perspective. Um I know we don't know what we can glean from the Louisville win uh yesterday outside of we're happy they got a win and you know, stay of execution and, and this, that and the third. But for you, I want to know. Is there something that you feel that if you're a Louisville fan, you feel you can hang your hat on at least one player offensively and one player defensively? Like, give me a player on each side of the ball that you feel like after watching two games um, and seeing what Louisville did, um, who can you trust? I, I guess that's the best way to say. It. Who can you trust? One offensive, one defensive guy.
1: Evans on offense. Like, my goodness, like yeah. he he is. He's legit. He's everything that that we heard about. I'm always iffy on transfers. You know, I, I don't I don't care where they where they where they're coming from. Yes. There's a reason they're leaving, and it's because they weren't happy with with their playing time. They couldn't beat out the guy ahead of them. You know, this is one of those. You go, huh? I should probably watch Tennessee because I want to see who the guy he couldn't beat out for carries is.
3: Well, see, but that that's the thing with that with Evan. So you got to remember, he got hurt. Um, I think right. the second game of the year. So he kind of lost his starting spot due to injury because he was out for like maybe four or five games. And by the time he came back, the guy who replaced him just kept the job the rest of the year. So he was the start of the beginning right. of the year till injury. So, you know, that, that's, that was a little bit different with Tyon because, you know, he was the man down there at Tennessee before the injury.
1: Well, he absolutely looks like a, a starting running back from the SEC. Absolutely looks the part. On defense, I'm not going to say there's one guy that stands out because, I mean, truthfully, nobody really jumps out at me. Yes. Uh, last night, what's frustrating about again, why I say my, the theme of the day for me is just absolute, utter confusion. They played awful as a unit, and then they didn't. And they played great as a unit. I. Rashad, I really can't. I, I'm having trouble explaining this.
0: <laughs> you know, even 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 after tell. a
1: night's rest, yeah. we were as bad as you could be on all three levels of, of defense. Yeah, in the trenches at linebacker and in, in the secondary, all three levels were it was a it was a complete systems failure. And then, like I said, it, just a light
3: switch. I'm gonna tell you what happened, Joe. They went into the locker room, and they grabbed this bottle that this taped up bottle that said Michael's secret stuff yeah, on it.
1: I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm I, seriously, man. I, to be a, a fly on the wall in that locker room, man, I want to know who said what. Like, I, I I mean, seriously, somebody either a coach, either a coach looked in the room and said, "We're all about to get fired." get it together or the damn or the damn team said, you know what, man? Like we all know how to play this game. This is what we're going to do. I, 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 it makes no sense to me. I've never, I've never seen a team make halftime adjustments in that sort of fashion. When you consider you'd never seen that out of this staff. The biggest complaint we've had with with Satterfield is that they don't seem to make the proper adjustments. They they are they are stubborn to a flaw with, with their game plan. They're gonna ride or die by by what they have dialed up. Yeah. I they mean, refuse to make adjustments in it previously. No, I don't know what clicked for them.
3: I, I totally agree with you, and, and it's it's one of those things where, um, <laughs> for me, I, I agree with you, and, and that's why I said, you know, I, I didn't say, you know, which side of the ball can you trust more or, or what about this little team can you trust, because I think that, as far as macro, I don't think you can trust anything yet, because you have a two-game sample size and you have two very schizophrenic games. <laughs> that just kinda were all over the place. So that's why I, I ask more of, you know, who what individuals you can trust because I think that you at least have seen some guys that you feel and I think that you're spot on with Tyon Evans. Um there was a run, one a couple of those runs yesterday. It's just that's a dude run. That's that's a dude that he's just a dude. You know what I mean? Girl and, man. It's like grown man. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of those runs it's like, yeah, that's different than what Louisville's had in a while. Like I I, I personally. Oh,
1: no! No, there were there were. He had two runs in particular. You could hear. You could almost hear through the TV him screaming at the first guy that tried to tackle him. Man's game. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I mean, he 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 was stunning defenders.
3: Yeah. No, I I totally agree <laughs> with you. I mean, he he was he was outstanding. So no, I I agree with you on that. I think for me, um, you know. <laughs> I, I can't go the, the, the way of Malik Cunningham just because, like, you know, even though I, I feel like that's a cheap, easy answer, Malik has still kind of been up and down, and he was a completely different guy week one to week two. So I don't think you can trust in what he's going to be, not more not more so on his side, but because he's always kind of been a hot and cold guy, and especially in games where you need him, you've never been able to trust him. But, I you know, Tyler Hudson, another transfer, Um He's shown me a lot. Like, now, I know he did not have – like, he had a bigger game first game. He had eight catches, 102 yards in the first game. He was kind of like one of the lone bright spots. Um, But yesterday's game, he only had three catches for 67 yards. But his impact as far as being a guy that you can trust in in big spots, I mean, doing it, you know, blocking just from an effort standpoint, these two transfers that Scott Satterfield brought in – are um, the real deal. Um, and, and, and I've seen, I'm still not calling him T-Huddy. We, we we discussed the possibility of me calling him T-Huddy, but he did not have a good enough game, Joe, yesterday. Like, he had a solid game. Like, he was consistent. And, and that's what Louisville needs, is somebody who's going to consistently be there. Like, he's a dude that you know you can go to him and he's going to make a play. He's going to be able, you're going to be able to trust him. Um, and, and, and I think that's what he's giving you, is stability. So I, I would say that Um, He's probably offensively the guy that I would say I trust. I almost went with Marshawn Ford because he's been doing it uh, for so long and he had some nice catches yesterday, did a lot of nice things. But I I think I'm going to say Hudson because I I think that he is a guy that has lived up to the hype um, and he has definitely been as good as advertised. So that's going to be my offensive guy. Defensively, um, I'm kind of between two – secondary guys, um, and yet yeah, the the offensive line has been or excuse me, the defensive line has been inconsistent, the linebackers have definitely been inconsistent, um, but where you've seen some guys start to stand up and make some plays and be like yeah, if it comes my way or if I get an opportunity, I'm gonna make a play if I can and those two guys um, were Josh Minkins who I think Josh in his first year starting and yeah. becoming a uh, a, a big part of it, uh, I think he's made huge strides, um, and, and I think he's going to be a difference maker. As he gets more comfortable. Um, that's a kid with ball skills. He's a guy with great instincts, um, and especially with um, this coaching staff's uh, love of the zone defense. The thing about the zone is, and we talked about last night, is like you don't sit back there and just wait. The thing about playing the zone is you have to play moving towards the line it's like you go back up so you can see everything and then move forward like that's the way that the whole thing works uh, f- uh and I, uh, we're going to go ahead we actually have a, this a, a, is a
6: forwarded call
3: a call ca- coming in so let's go ahead and get this caller uh on the line we on the uh c- caller uh you, you with me uh who's on the line with me oh well uh, i thought they were on the line uh they they decided to hang up. i guess they didn't want to talk uh <laughs> but um uh you know, like you have to basically play a zone like the whole point of a zone, and, and this is the thing is like and, and where I think these guys have had a big trou- a big issue is that when you go back to survey, you're looking at the quarterback size, you're watching who's coming out, and what the point of it is, is you back off to then play downhill, moving towards the football, moving towards the offensive player, so either you can break the pass up, you can make the tackle, or hopefully get an interception. But that's like the whole thing you do. Uh, And and I think that's kind of the thing that's gotten lost, Um, You know, is that they weren't necessarily playing – Downhill, they were just kind of just standing back there and waiting for somebody. we had
1: we had absolutely no flow and we that's what's so confusing about this matt it's like we we ignore basic defensive uh schemes, and then we just everything just clicked
3: yeah all and of a we sudden started
1: doing all this stuff that you look at and you go how is this team this (laughs) incompetent? How do you get to this level of, like, how do you get to this stage of football and not understand the damn game? And that's what our defense looked like. It looked like 20-something-year-old adults playing a game that they've never played before.
3: No, I totally agree. And we know
1: they they understand the game.
3: I totally agree. No, and I I think our caller might be back with us. you on the line?
6: hey y'all it's Leanne I was actually calling in for the 1025 spot
3: pick hey. hey I know you got you, you, you jumped on. Let, let, let me tell you what leanne before we get to you let me go ahead if you don't mind I'm gonna put you on hold. Um, and we're no going to take this quick break because when we get back on the other side, Le- Leanne is going to once again bless us with some wonderful picks. I'm very, very excited for that segment. So, uh, Joe, I, 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 let's go ahead, hit this break, and then when we get back, we're going to get right into it. But, no, I, I totally agree with you. Um, just as a, to close the, the conversation with the team, it's like you fellas know what to do, and, and you know um, what needs to happen. You know, and and you've been playing this for a long time. It's like what, like we talked about, like what, what, what were you all doing this whole off season? And it just seemed like that light switch clicked on. And I think Minkins was one of the guys that really started to show his athleticism, his instincts, which is what you need. But the guy that I actually wanted to give the biggest shout out to, while I, Josh was right there, he's kind of guess like a one B, one A, Jarvis Brownlee. like. Mm-hmm. That young man is an is a athlete. Coming over, transferring from, from Florida State, like he's shown me s- some ability to be like a lockdown guy. And if you can have him continue to do what he's doing on his side of the football and you get Trey Clark, uh, you know, who's coming off that ACL, if it, and, and he started to show some flashes as well uh, yesterday. If you can get Trey Clark back to playing where he was last year and Brownlee can continue to do with that, you know, what, what he's doing, hey – <laughs> like, um,
1: and and that's what that's another thing that frustrates me, man, is that it's like it's like our coaching staff doesn't understand the 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 ingredients they're cooking with. Yeah. Yes. And and then they they all of a sudden figured out, ooh, if we had some cayenne to this, it might be hidden. Hey. Like they, it, 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 you can't be afraid we of failure. Had physical man on co- man corners. They 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 really like to get
3: rugged. You can't be afraid Let of them to they. fail. You can't be afraid. You know what? The, 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 if you if you never shoot your shot, you ain't gonna never hit anything. <laughs> you know, like that's the way it works. What's like
1: the, what's the what's the quote from Michael Scott? You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. You know what? We're going to go ahead and hit this next break. When we come back, y'all already heard a voice. Leanne's going to be coming. We got some games to pick. I want to pick Leanne's brain on on what happened uh, last night with Louisville as well. You are listening to Wake Up 502. Rashawn Myers, Joe Kelly, Leanne Harry coming back. Welcome back in. Welcome back in. The Wake Up 502 is going down here on a Saturday morning here in the Ville. Coming off a Louisville victory over Central Florida last night, as we said before the break. Uh, we are being joined by the, our esteemed colleague, friend of the Main Event Sports Show and Wake Up 502, Miss Leanne Herring. And just a quick reminder for everybody, of course, we will be out um at 21st in Germantown this afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m. That is 1481 South Shelby Street. And they did want to let everybody know that tonight they are having the Rock for Cozair Christmas Concert Showcase. Yes, Christmas. You heard me right. Christmas Concert Showcase is going down tonight, September 10th at 8 p.m. They're going to have special guests Smoke, Buckshot George, and Boozer. Uh, all local bands are going to be coming in and being a part of this event and proceeds from the door and donations to benefit the children of Cozair. So Cozair Children's, uh, they will be benefiting from that. So make sure you guys come out, support, uh, you know, come out, see me, eat some great food uh, there at 21st and then get ready for the concert tonight. So you can uh, check out some great local bands. Uh, So be a part of that. The Rock for Cozair Christmas Concert Showcase going down tonight, 21st in Germantown. And uh, just another big shout out our our first uh show over there last week was a resounding success i think those folks loved uh what we were doing and and what we were bringing so uh very very excited to partner with them and continue uh to just foster that relationship with 21st and germantown so make sure you guys get out and be a part of that but now without further ado leanne how you doing this morning
6: doing good doing good i mean college football definitely is back that was a that was a A good win for Louisville. Um, You know, I I heard you all talking a little bit. It's still a lot of of work to be done, but at least the momentum, you know, going over UCF, keeping it a close one, um, uh, Louisville showed a lot. So that was, I mean, that's a good win for Card Nation, uh, a good jumping point. But, again, a lot of work to be done, but it's going to be another exciting week in week two in college football and in the NFL.
3: Absolutely, I, I was I was worried about your boy John Rice Pumley, You know, coming over from Ole Miss. Um, you know, I, I did not I, I did not realize you know that he once he lost that that battle that quarterback battle with Matt Corral. Um, you know, they moved him over to wide receiver, but I did not realize how great an athlete there was. He's a talented young man.
6: Yeah, well, Louisville. Well, Louisville at Ole Miss did a switch because now we have a. Uh, we're going to see Jordan Watkins. Uh, he's yes. become a dynamic. He's going to become a dynamic player over at Ole Miss. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how uh, he favors today against Central Arkansas. So yeah, uh, our team did a little swap there with some good players. <laughs> but yeah, no, great kid, and he's. You know, like you said, uh, you were talking about Louisville. You know, uh, I think everyone's always expecting, especially against like a team against uh, Central Florida. Everyone's always expecting these high-powered offenses to put up a lot of numbers, just like he would at Ole Miss and other places. Um, um, but, you know, Louisville did a good job uh, of keeping it close. And I think, like you said, finding those lockdown players, you know, it's not necessarily about, you know, dominating on the scoreboard. It's about bringing a win in and working with what you got. And Louisville did a decent job of that, but still plenty of work to be done with Satterfield and working with the talent he's got. So it'll, it'll be an interesting year, but at least it's some momentum going in, you know, close, one game closer to conference play for, for the Cardinals.
3: Absolutely, yes, yes. So they, they at least we can be happy for a weekend, Leanne. That's all you want, you know. You just want your football exactly. team to put you a go, smile you on your face. you go into
6: weekend, it was, <laughs> it was good to have that Friday night win going into the pregame because now you, you don't have. Now you can actually enjoy your Saturday and, and what's left of college football and. and you know to see and see how uh, Kentucky fares at the swamp against Florida which is going to be one of our biggest games. I think a lot of people are definitely talking about that one. And of course, uh Al- number 1 Alabama hits the road to Texas. Of course, we saw in week 1 that Alabama uh, Stets and definitely uh Stetson Bennett and the and the Georgia Bulldogs definitely delivered. The mailman Ugh. definitely delivered against Oregon in that one. That was that was oh, a, su- a surprise talker. I thought Oregon was going to be able to hang a little bit better, but <laughs> Georgia and Bama definitely showed that they, they still are they still are dominating.
3: I mean, that Georgia win was, a lot, you, you know, just – they lost all those guys on defense. You think, okay, well, maybe Georgia, you know, like we, we know they still got guys. But you, you think possibly they, they're going to come back to the pack a little bit. But, man, the way they went out there and just completely cut Oregon's water off. That was impressive. I,
6: it was it was extremely surprising. Like I said, I had I, I picked Georgia to roll in that one, but like I said, I thought Oregon yes. could hang. So uh, yeah. but let's, let's get to it. What, what yes. are some games that y'all, I mean, Y'all are talk- talking about down there. I mean, obviously, like I said, you actually get to enjoy your Saturday of football since Louisville brought home a win. So so what games are y'all looking at? I what? mean, of course, like I said, Bama, Texas, Kentucky, yeah. Florida. Let's talk some points. Let's uh, talk some points.
3: Yes, ma'am. I see. I, lo- I love the energy, Leanne. And, and, and you know what? Uh, that you, you talked Leanne, about that. That was going to be the first one I asked about. Go ahead, Joe.
6: Leanne,
1: I just want to say my friends are poor. Their children are starving. They need good betting tips. Please help my, help my friends out. Well, I'm,
6: do, like, I'm doing my dying. best. Like I said, I just wanted to just tell because everyone's like, well, you, you know, you watch film. You, you you know, this is your job to watch film and break it down. You, know, you should do bedding lines. I said, all right, well, I'll try. And, You get the hang of it after a while, but like I said, the big—I've learned the biggest key, the biggest key to to getting obviously is a good line, and uh, but also you know not being emotional. Better, you know, like not picking Ole Miss to win all the time, you know, (laughs) because you got to leave all that, which is hard to do when when you're a fan and you and you and you're on a beat. So. You know, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, let's talk about that number one Alabama. Yes, that was going to be my first Kansas one. Game.
3: Yeah, that's right. You know, that, going
6: that's going to kick it off, in, here in in about uh, twenty minutes or so, you know, Bama travels to Austin. We we saw that Nick Saban and and his Alabama Crimson Tide dominated that that week. I think the line is at twenty. You know, they hit the road to the the Longhorns. Um, you know, I, it's always hard for me just to bet against Nicky Nick Saban in Alabama, not just because it's SEC, but also just the immense that depth at Bama you know first, second, and even their third string is is, any, is anybody good you know as good as anybody's uh, first first and second string, but I think going on the road we're going we're going to see a bit more um, I think they 're going to keep this one close and i 'm going to take Texas on this one to cover by twenty points. I still think Bama rolls, but but I think Texas is going to bring a little fight, but they 're definitely going to have to start early in this one. you know the, the motto over it you know in Austin is all gas, no brakes. they 're definitely going to have to learn how to you know, stop the gas that 's going on in Bama, which is a difficult task to do, especially if Ayers you know they're the rookie quarterback you know so they're they're going to have Texas going to have to make a lot of big stops and I think there's been questions around Texas surrounding if they're ever going to be back I mean they've been saying that for a couple seasons already and and we have yet to see it we have yet to find a coach um so there's a lot of pressure out in Austin especially on Sarkazian you know to make a win but today if they keep it close and you know an upset uh, uh in Austin would would obviously change the change the momentum down for the horns, but like I said, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough task. But I think we're going to see Bama uh, really come at this one. I think Texas comes and brings just with the rivalry and, and a lot of things. But I'm going to take Texas in this one. I'm going to take the Texas in this one to cover in a in, by twenty. But I still think Bama. I still think Bama uh, wins on the road big in Austin. I
3: will tell you what, Leanne, I, I'm right there with you. Um, and I guess the updated odds from Caesar Sportsbook here on ESPN, according to ESPN, that it's gone up to twenty-one. Uh, so we, they, oh, have, wow. they have Alabama oh, yeah, minus 12. Yeah, that,
6: like I said, that's a fan favorite.
3: Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that is a lot of points on the road. I mean, and I know that the Longhorns aren't, you know, this isn't Vince Young's Longhorns, but, man, 21 points on the road, a true road game at Texas, their future uh, SEC conference foe. Uh, in in the Texas Longhorns, I agree with you. Um, I I would definitely take them points uh, for for Texas being at home. Twenty one is a lot to ask for. Um, so I'm right there with you, Leanne. Uh, Joe, what do you think about that? Twenty one points on, you know for Alabama, you, you, you giving up? Yeah, their I'm points? taking
1: that. I'm taking that. Alabama's good. Yeah. No. Th- here's what you all are, are are discrediting. Yes. I think the only thing that Nick Saban enjoys more than winning regular football games. Is beating former employees' heads into the dirt. (laughs) Him and Sark aren't that tight. He's not calling the dogs off. I don't. I don't even think he really likes Sark. Okay. Uh, If we're being honest, he's going to go out there and spank him because that's what that's what little Nikki does. Man, he's evil. He's 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 the evil genius.
0: Little Nicky. There,
6: there's always a method. I always say there's always a method to Nicky Saban's madness, and, and you hit the nail right there on the head on that one. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> going to be a good game, you know, to, to get things started in week two, that's for sure.
3: Absolutely. And that's a new kick it's, at, it's, on Fox. So, yeah, that's coming up soon. The
1: only, time, the only time that I will ever give another team, like, anything against Saban go, they might make a ball game of it. They have got to have an absolutely electric and dynamic quarterback. That's the only way you get to Saban. You've got to have a, a a guy that 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 stands out amongst college quarterbacks. Look at look at look at the trouble old Miss used to give give Saban. A&M when when Johnny Manzo was there gave Saban fits and it's it's those are the games that made him adjust his offensive uh strategy.
3: Yeah. And yeah.
1: and it just it whoever whoever got through to saving that, hey man, you know you could play really good defense and score a lot of points too, like man, why did y'all tell him that
6: <laughs> exactly,
3: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have another home dog in this next one, Leanne, I want to get to Tennessee's on the road. Uh, they're traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, of course, coming off that outstanding Thursday night showdown with West Virginia, and one of the, the probably the most entertaining game of the weekend last week. Uh, of course, even though that was like the, literally the first game of the college football season, um, you know. But Pittsburgh at home, Tennessee is on the road. Uh, it's Tennessee minus six right now, according to Caesar Sportsbook. So, like, that—that that is a very interesting line that, that uh, Pittsburgh um, is actually getting points at home. Uh, you know, and they're the higher-ranked team. Pittsburgh's ranked number 17. Tennessee's coming into this game ranked number 24. But Tennessee's the one giving up the points. What do you think about that one?
6: You know, like I said, everyone always is going to favor an SEC team, even if it's Tennessee and everything. But like you said, Pitt had an electric game against West Virginia. <laughs> Pitt, that West Virginia-Pitt matchup, was was grinding now, it's got grit, mm-hmm. and that's what I like about Pitt. I normally, like I said, wouldn't go against an SEC team even if it's Tennessee. But I like Pitt. I like Pitt with the six points and everything. And I also like the under in that game. The I think it was at sixty four and a half is what I have it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Pitt in this one. I just feel like they got a lot of momentum. They're playing gritty. I think they're gonna go for quarters of football. You know, Tennessee will either come out really strong or and, and they'll try to dominate the ball earlier or they're gonna try to wait to the second half. I think Tennessee will let down a little bit of their guard underestimating Pitt even coming off Off a win you know watching the film from the West Virginia Pitt I think Tennessee will come in but I think they're going to let their guard down not giving as much credit to the grip that's in with that's over in Pittsburgh it's a home game there's momentum like I said the second week is filled with a lot of games that um that you know they want to create some upsets and we're only in week two so I like Pitt I like Pitt in this one at, at six and I'm going to take the under in that one
3: I agree with you. Uh, give me Pittsburgh and give me them points. You get, you're get going to get six points at home, uh, you know, coming off of a big win, a team that's got some momentum. Uh, I absolutely uh, love Pittsburgh in that situation as well, um, even though Tennessee, like you said, you get the SEC bias. Everybody um, loves to, to bet big on the SEC, but that's a shocking line to me. Like that seems <laughs> – that, that that just seems like a lot of points for a Tennessee team that's still kind of trying to prove themselves. So, yeah, give me Pittsburgh and those points. Uh, Joe, what do you think about that one?
1: I'm taking pickbecause because I don't trust Tennessee, but but the only, what more needs to be said other than Leanne just casually dropping a, you know, and you get SEC bias even if you're Tennessee. Like, <laughs> wow, man,
6: wow,
0: that is that is elite, and that's not I cover, and that's not the SEC.
6: That. But but I'm also a little not partial to Tennessee anything. Uh, anyway. But that all jokingly aside, like I said, like you know, I, I just I, I like the I like the underdog. Uh, Rashawn knows I, I like to, I like to go for the underdogs. And like you said, that's a pretty big line. There's some crazy lines in here. I was yes. looking some, you know, some of these the Hawaii Michigan game at like 50. I think 52 points, and you know that UGA Sanford 53 points. I mean, if you want to go crazy, I mean, there's a lot of lines. But like you said, you know, uh, didn't mean to you know interrupt on that one. But like I said you're going to get that Tennessee is going to go in with the favor because they're SEC, regardless if it's Tennessee and, and things are falling apart out there. And they're throwing mustard <laughs> bottles at Lane Kiffin, you know. They, we still won.
3: Absolutely. No, that, that was kind of a dig. That was a good – I didn't even catch that, Joe. I was wondering what you were laughing at. But now – yeah, she did. That was some she kind of and casual shade. Like, Very was casual shade, yes. That was, like, that was an
1: absolute drive-by on a bicycle. Like, yes. <laughs> pulled up. Played, and they kept driving.
3: Very much so. Absolutely. Good for you, ma'am. <laughs> so, everybody's team that everybody hates right now, BYU. Uh they are actually going to be hosting Baylor. Uh, number nine, Baylor heading on the road, uh, going down to BYU um, at, at the, the nightcap. That's a 10-15 kick uh, on ESPN for the, at least the ranked teams. Uh, I have BYU minus two and a half. So BYU, uh, Baylor's uh, you know, getting points. Once again, you have a, a, a highly ranked team, but going on the road um, there in Utah. Uh, who do you like in that one? That's a very interesting line as well.
6: Yeah, this is a real interesting line. Like you said, it's a late-night show, and Baylor and BYU are two programs that, you know, just always come out of it. I mean, we nobody expected Baylor to make the run that they did. I mean, they, they, they handed it to Ole Miss last year at New Orleans during bowl season and stuff. So, like right. I said, these are two interesting matchups. You never know what you get. You know there's going to be high-powered octane offense on both sides of the ball. So, you know, you, you want to expect that there's going to be a lot of points. Honestly, you know, I'm not quite sure as far as as far as the score. I don't think that we're going to see a huge, huge, you know, offensive showdown like we would expect as far as numbers on the board. Right. But but I like Baylor. I like Baylor at, at two and a half. It's a really slim margin, you know, but I just think that Baylor always finds a way as far as putting points on. And they always are real consistent on both sides of the ball. And I think for Baylor, that's what's really helped them make the stretch last year. Again, it's a new, a new year, a new cast of characters and stuff. But I like Baylor on the road at a late-night matchup. But, you know, it's... It, it It could go either way, um, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not as comfortable as I am on this on this game as That's I would take, you know it, it could be. It could be anybody. It could be anybody, because like you said, I can see where, like I said, uh, BYU late night game ad hoc, but Baylor on the road. You know, these two teams are kind—they're of, unpredictable in that sense. You don't know what they're going to bring until you kind of see the first quarter, you know, and, and to see what they're working with. But, but I like Baylor, even if it's a slim margin. I'm going to take—I'm going to take Baylor at two and a half on this one.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I just look at it. You have a, a Power Five versus Group of Five. It is Power Five on the road, but just like we saw with Louisville and Central Florida last night, if you have a top ten power five team, go on the road against a, a ranked uh, group of five team. I just feel like Baylor, at some point, the the talent, the, the depth is going to take over. Uh, you know, you just got more dudes. Um, and I feel like, um, you know, we saw that last night. I think that, that we'll see that as well with Baylor. Uh, give me Baylor. I'm taking them two and a half points. Uh, and, and I think that the Bears are going to uh, win that game outright. So, yeah, give, give me Baylor on that one. Joe, what you think on that one?
1: I'm, I'm going to have to agree with everything you all have both just said, and take Baylor because at the end of the day, if it's a coin flip between two teams, I'm taking the guys from the state of Texas over the guys from the state of
3: Utah. Yeah, they got some weirdos living out in Utah anyway. We were talking about that last night, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not on anything. Yeah. No, no, no one likes BYU right now. <laughs> so, nope. <laughs> and you know what? Well, like, congrats,
1: congrats BYU. You have been. So garbage that U of l alums can go,, Ugh. yeah <laughs> and we all go, yeah, Baylor's the lesser of two evils, right,
3: so yeah bears, yeah, there you go, very well, um uh, the next one we're gonna pick we're gonna go ahead and and hit this one the wildcats on the road, um, you know that they they struggled a little bit with Miami of Ohio. Um, you know that they did have some issues. They did get the win. I mean, you know, Will Levis had had a pretty good game—three hundred yards passing, uh, three touchdowns. Florida, of course, had the big win. We talked about it last week, Leanne. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to say what what team you picked in that that Florida Utah game, but I feel like I was on the I was on the right side of that uh, the, uh, they, that that um, pick last week with Florida and Utah. So I, I'm going to pat myself on the back on that when the Gators um, at home. Uh, taking on UK right now. The line has it at Florida uh, minus six. Um, They're in the swamp. What are you thinking about that? When the Wildcats, I know they're a little nervous. They're not going to have Chris Rodriguez again. Um, So he's going to be out once again. Can the Wildcats find a way to get it done? Like, is this the Will Levis, um, you know, Heisman? Like people talk about him being a, a dark horse Heisman candidate. We talk about him possibly being a first round quarterback, um, you know, is this the game where UK kind of shows it and flexes muscles? It seemed like uh, Mark Stoops was a little cocky, uh, you know, coming into the game. He was not, you know, quieted down a little bit, even though Florida comes off that big win against Utah. Uh, what, what are you thinking about that one?
6: I mean, this is going to be another highlight game as far as what you're going to see on both sides of the ball. Two SEC, you know, kind of rebuilding and stuff and everything. Like I said, uh, Kentucky showed well, um, but they were not at their best, and, and they struggled against Miami, Ohio. And they got to remember they're on the road against Florida in the Swamp, so there's a lot going. Will Levis, um, great quarterback. He, re- I mean, he's he is a dark horse, Heisman, I, I think. But at the end of the day, when you look back at the film from last week against Miami, Ohio, he got he, he was a playmaker. He did what he needed to do, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he got hit way too much. I this ain't mean. gonna be that that uh, that line is gonna have to do have better protection for their quarterback for him to be able to get down. Like you said, one of the uh, you know if you would ask me a couple weeks ago about Kentucky, I would have said yeah, I like them in the swamp, even if it's on the road, even if it's Florida, even if Napier is working everything because they had that run game. But like you said, right now they're still trying to to pick up the pieces. Love it, they got the elements, but without Chris Rodriguez and having some kind of run game. It's very tough for Kentucky uh, offensively to get things going and I don't think from there's going to be a big change from from you know week 1 to week 2 especially how I saw against them, against Miami Ohio. The defense of Kentucky is going to have to come up really big on the road in the swamp and it is a big line at 6 points. Um, so you know, I've kind of gone back and forth but I still I think that I think the teams in Florida, you, you know, you talk about Florida, you talk about Miami, you even talk about FSU. I feel like there's a resurgence once again. You know, and they're playing in the swamp. I like Florida in this one. I like Florida to cover this one. Like I said, if if Kentucky is playing with Chris Rodriguez, if I felt like this this Kentucky uh, offensive line was going to have better protection um, for their quarterback and and they had a balanced run game, I would pick Kentucky hands down. Six points, but I just think you know with the momentum going, this one I'm going to go with Florida, and it takes a lot for me to go against Kentucky, um, <laughs> especially because I've, I I I mean they were they were my first they were my the first, first beat, one. but like I said, we got all emotions cut aside. I just think Will Levis cut too many hits, and unless there's a big and then unless there's a big change with the defense, the defense is really going to have to step up. And again, you know we could see it happen because like I said, this is a momentum game. This is an early rivalry game, but we have to remember even though uh, you know. The Gators are going to want revenge. They got upset last year on the road. So now they're back at home and Kentucky hasn't won in the swamp since, since the late seventies. So I mean, it would take a lot for Kentucky, I think, to really, uh, to, to win by this one. I like the six points, but I, I just think that Florida's got a lot of momentum, Napier, and, and, and Kentucky just doesn't have a lot going for them into this game. But like I said, I could be wrong on this one. It could go either way, but I'm going to take Florida to cover this one. And I like the under 51 and a half points. I think both of these teams are going to, as much as they could put on the board, they're going to keep it low scoring. That way they keep it close.
0: Yeah,
3: I, I, I actually agree with you. I think that yeah, Levis definitely, for, for as well as he played, he definitely took way too many hits. Uh, Kentucky definitely tends to start slow and then kind of get stronger as the year goes along. So, uh, you know, Florida, they always have dudes. Yes, Napier's in his first year, but you know we see what that this that pure talent can do. Um, I, I would definitely take Florida, uh, lay those six points. I, I'm okay with that. Um, so yeah, g- give me Florida that one as well, uh, uh, Joe. What you think?
1: Now, I'm taking Florida, and I, I do want to give Stoops a lot of credit uh, because what the culture that he's built at Kentucky, it, it 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 really does deserve. The, uh, uh, all accolades and any compliments you want to you want to heap on him because let's be honest, man. I mean, we shouldn't even be debating Kentucky, Florida, right? For, yes,
6: for, for no, 30 exactly. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm quit. with you one hundred percent on the culture. I mean, you know, <laughs> Kentucky seems it's you know it's become a football state because you look at what Louisville, even though and what Kentucky are doing. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm so yeah, I'm it's right there with you on on
0: building Kentucky for sure. <laughs>
1: I used to work with a Florida grad, and he his dad would mail him one of the one of the posters. Okay. Of of the the season, you know, the schedule. Like he like he pick up the UFL. Yeah, one the schedule poster. From, yeah. Or the Kentucky one. He he came to my desk one day and said, "Hey, Joe, I want to let you in on a Florida tradition. Uh, since I don't live down in Gainesville anymore, and, and I can't do it with my dad, I'll I'll give you the honors." He handed me a Sharpie and said, go on and draw a W over the Kentucky game. <laughs> that's what we do every year when the schedule comes out. And I said, oh, my goodness. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's good smack talk right there, my man. <laughs> I, Stoops is, Stoops has is now entertained the, the conversation of, hey, can Kentucky go down to Florida and win? No. No, they can't because they haven't done it in my lifetime, and I'm 40. So Yeah. Show me something. But but the fact that we're we're legitimately arguing a six-point spread and saying, you know, yeah, that seems reasonable, I, I think that is a testament to what he's built there.
3: Yeah. No, All that's... that
1: being said, congrats, Stoops. You're going to take an L today.
3: <laughs> Agreed. I know we're rushing up against the end, end of the show, but Leanne, before we get you out of here, are there any other games that, that just stick out to you if you wanted to give them real quick before we get you on out of here?
6: Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, that Appala- Appalachian State surprised a lot of people. I know we don't talk a, a lot about Appalachian State, but mm-hmm. I really like that Appalachian State going to take on number six, Jimbo Fisher and those Texas A&M Aggies down in College Station. I really like that line at 19 points. So uh, that's one of my sleeper games, and I'm going to take Appalachian State on the 19. And I'm telling you folks, uh, there was that – Uh, Houston team, I'm telling you, they're going to be one to watch. Now, they didn't cover last week, but uh, they won by two. We needed them to win by four. But three overtimes against UTSA um, on the road. I'm going to pick Houston again. They're the underdogs going into Texas Tech, going into Lubbock four. That's another game that's got a good betting line. Um, Houston at Texas Tech, I'm going to take Houston at four. And if you really just want a crazy line um, Hawaii a uh, late night came yeah. with uh, you know uh, on the road to number 4 Michigan for 52 points I mean if you just need something that you're just like why not <laughs> if you need somebody even if they don't upset 52 points uh, I'm going to take Hawaii to cover on that so those are just kind of kind of my fun picks you know you got to enjoy football so those are kind of my fun picks but like I said Appalachian State Houston and Hawaii again, uh, with that Big 52-point mar- uh, margin on the road against
3: Michigan. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Leanne, and uh, we're going to get on out of here. Thank you so much and look forward to talking to you soon, okay?
6: Sounds good. All L's right. up. Potty potty. There <laughs>
3: it is. There we go. And, Joe, you know what? It is about that time, brother. It was The, the time flowed by. I appreciate Leanne. I uh, appreciate Haven Harrington joining in. Joe, got anything to say to the people? Hey, man, come out and see us this afternoon. There we go. Hey, let's park some football. Let's wake up 502 and we out.
0: Turned away from it all like a blind man. Sad of things, but it don't work. Keep coming.